ridiculous and poor. Hola hermanas, ¿cómo están? Bienvenidas a ¿Quién, ¿Quién es, es la más? más? Mi nombre es Gigi. And I'm Braulio. Uh, now, before we welcome you back, remember to subscribe and rate the podcast. Tell your friends about the show. It would help us immensely to get the word out. We appreciate all the support. Yes, um, and we're back with another season of Quien es la Más? Who would have thought? This, I mean, it's not that soon, actually. It actually took a while for them to film it and put out the season. But here yeah. it is. And they didn't do much promo, which was so weird. Um, I mean, I saw the socials going around, them promoting it here and there. But yeah, I mean, it was kind of unexpected. I feel like um, it wasn't a long wait once they actually got it going. Yeah, I was like, "Where, where's the money that I gave you? I want to see that on the screen. They're trying to steal I, our money. I think Foster. we are seeing it, though, now. Definitely, because of uh, Letal's wigs are huge. <laughs> I think Definitely. all the budget went to that. That and, uh, I guess, the stage. <laughs> the stage oh, yeah, is a little too. bigger, too. <laughs> and um, then also paying... Uh, Paying Johnny not to be in the episode. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what's going on there. He was just in the beginning, and no long he's no longer in the judges panel. So I don't know if it's just for the episode or that's going to be a thing, because you know they are always figuring things out, changing things up. Could be that maybe he just couldn't be in the first episode, but. Um, as far as like the judges uh, stations go, they didn't have an empty spot for him. So maybe that's it. Yeah. No more pelonas on the judging panel. I feel like maybe it has to do with like a, I don't know, maybe they not quite canceled him, but <laughs> maybe he was getting a lot of flack um, online. Kind of like what happened with, um, what's his name? Jeffrey... Boyer Chapman. There you go. Yeah. From Canada's Drag Race. So maybe something similar to that. Maybe he was just done with the with the bullshit. He's like, Yeah, it's not it's not worth it anymore. I'll just I'll just make my brief appearance, give you a history lesson, and you're on your own with Letal. I did not miss him. So that's says- <laughs> What I think about I, him. I like him. him. I don't know. I did miss him. Um, I, it's fine to me that he's not going to judge, but I like seeing him. I don't know. I like, I, I even, I even like his critiques usually. So, um, yeah. Well, you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> so what did you think of the episode? Just like briefly, like, did you love it? Did you think it was a strong premiere? Did you think, well, what did you think? Um, well, going in, we already know 
And apparently they're very self-aware that no one gets eliminated in the first episode. So I was automatically assuming that. Um, Of course, they had a twist ending either way, but I always feel like it's pointless when no one leaves. I guess they do it to give them a chance to get the audience to know the queens a little better. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that always leaves me a little bit apprehensive on the first episode. Um, and the theme I didn't really like either, mostly due to the way that each uh, queen in- interpreted the assignment. Um, and I feel like there was a lot of misses um, or like none of them fully realized the purpose of the challenge and the theme Mm -hmm. so it it left me wanting um i i wouldn't go as far as as letal went but yeah it, it it was not that impressive you know what's funny that last season remember john johnny was like La India Maria is so offensive. You cannot come out like that. And then this episode, everybody came out as La India Maria. <laughs> so there you go, Johnny. Anyways, okay, so um, let's get started. Let's get into the episode. So the premiere of La Mastraga season four introduces us to 12 new contestants that will be competing to see who will be La Mas. For the very first challenge, the contestants present a look inspired by a Mexican folk dance. Um, and I guess Chilean as well, because we have a... We'll talk about that later. But Bebe, they'll stir up some drama and the, the contestants get to know each other by bonding over family issues. Like always, you know, they're always crying or saying, you know, my, my dad hates me. Anyways, in the end... Relatable. Very relatable, yes. In the end, Sirena is named La Mas Folklorica. Folklorica. Did I say that right? I guess so. Lupita Kush <laughs> and La Carrera are Las Menos, but instead of getting eliminated, we are introduced to two new contestants. <laughs> Fun. Okay, so let's just go really quickly through each of the queens and your first uh impression of the queens so you just blew through the whole thing there but okay (laughs) just a quick recap and then let's get into it so the first one is georgina where she was the um the fan vote so people voted her in i guess so that was she was the only one that was known before the season aired um anyways georgina she's from monterrey she's very inspired by fantasy she says a little bit like an infant like i guess her her youth her like when she was a child so what was your first impression like quickly quickly of of (laughs) georgiana um well georgiana fan voting is never a good thing (laughs) and i don't know i don't know if it's a character she's playing but she's uh, in in her introduction, she was very like airheady. 
um, and a little bit shady, which kind of put me off right off the bat. Um, I like the way she described herself, though, like mystica, she said, and fantasia. And she used the word cursi, mm-hmm. which I like the word cursi a lot. <laughs> um, I don't mind cursi. Yes. Takes one to know one, yes. <laughs> I just don't think there's any, like, guilty pleasures. That's not a thing to me. Like, I, if I like something, I like something. It doesn't matter if it's cursi or not. But anyways, um, but her descriptions were kind of all over the place. So, And she kept pausing and pausing, and I'm like, I don't think she really knows who she is, maybe. Um, so that was my first impression on her. Um, I was impressed because she was polished, but not impressed because we've seen this kind of character before. Like you said, Fresa, Shady, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, I want more. Next one up is Elektra Vandergeld. That's a weird last name. From Baja, California. She describes herself as a Disney villain. She's very dark and glam. What did you think of her? The Disney villain thing. Quickly. Obviously. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, that's it. There you go. <laughs> the Disney villain, villain thing automatically caught my attention. Um, although I didn't really see it in the um, in her entrance look, of all things. Um. It was, I don't know, it was a little wackier than I thought it would be, which, I mean, I guess you can see some creativity to it, but nah, not my cup of tea. Honestly, I don't even remember her. So let's move on to La Carrera from Acapulco. <laughs> she uh, describes herself as voluptuous and has a naughty mouth. She's very naughty. I her I liked her uh, personality. I wasn't that into her drag, so I hope she has better looks. Yeah, and she's um, a bearded queen as well, which to me, especially in this challenge, I think we saw some of um, the downsides of being a, a bearded queen. Uh, but we'll discuss that a little later. And um, yeah, I mean the entrance look was was okay. Nothing, nothing too spectacular. Uh, but yeah, I do, I do like her personality as well. Next one up is Paper Cut, which I just have one on my hand, so that's very fitting. Paper Cut is from La Ciudad de México, and she says she's a drag king, which I guess that's. I forgot how, remember um, Memo Reiri from last season? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He did kind of the same type of drag. So anyways, he says he's a clown. The same bigote. <laughs> the same bigote. I think it's probably him, just like a different name. Um, a clown, the same like childish. I think he said he, he's inspired by his childhood and stuff like that. So I can see that. I can see that in his drag. And I do, I, I like it, but I, I feel like he is a little bit more polished than um, Memo Reiri was. So I'm excited to see what he brings. Um, just, I, I I don't know. I feel like the white face is, and the bigotes is a little... Hopefully they change it up. Yeah, definitely. Because that's that's the criticism we had with Memo as well. That um, the makeup was the same a lot of the times. Um, and there's no reason to 
stick to one thing. Um, I remember they criticized um, uh, Margarita for her eyebrows, which is like it's one detail, like like their bigote. But usually, um, specifically like the whole white face, it's just like mm, how much can you really do with that? Uh, but we'll see. Next one up is Rebel or Rebel Mork. These last names are. I don't know where they're getting these from. Um, she's from Monterrey. Describes herself as alternative um, and also political. She says her drag has purpose. I mean, what kind of purpose is that? I don't know. Seeing this outfit, maybe to like blind me. I do not like this outfit. It's all over the place. Not really excited about her. What did you think? Um, the intriguing part was that she said that she is political or that her drag is political but so far we haven't really seen that and i hope she can somehow show us that at some point um but yeah this this uh, kiss look like the rock band whatever um mm -hmm. not i don't like that either. all right iris x say comes from Chihuahua and Chihuahua Chihuahua I think mm -hmm. and then um she describes herself as ridiculous and poor so <laughs> that's a great way to start off saying I'm poor <laughs> I thought she was funny she was endearing but yes yeah, her outfit did look a little not as polished <laughs> like it didn't have a point of view like it was just like whatever so is she um, Charlie XCX's drag cousin, which is why she's missing an, an X oh. at the end of her last name. You just cracked the code. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I like her spunkiness. She seems like she has a fun personality. The look is a little... That means you hate her. <laughs> <laughs> she has a great personality. <laughs> um... The look, I mean, we've seen that wig before. I mean, um, Corella did it way better and first. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I don't really like that raincoat look, though. Okay, Sirena comes from Guadalajara, describes herself as um, being inspired by strong women and pop culture. So um, I think I was impressed by her a little bit more than the others. She just seemed to know her character a little bit more. So I like that. Um, but her personality is not that um, warm, I guess. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I, I, I'm hoping to see her grow in the competition. I like the details in her look. Um, like her nails the white eyes because if you take mm -hmm. those details away it's just it, it'd be super simple um there wouldn't be much that would catch her eye so um as long as she can keep that up and keep making her looks unique i think she'll be one to pull forward next one up is lexa fox from mexicali i think uh, california she says she's beautiful 
and she does musical theater. I could not tell that by her look. <laughs> so, I mean, it's interesting that she describes herself. But it's really good, though. Her look is, is actually pretty stunning. Mm-hmm. It's one of the most polished ones on, yes. on there. Like, I love the hair, the the way it goes to, like, that red at the end. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. I could have done without the feathers, personally. I'm not a huge feather person. So, um, but the rest of it, I, I love yeah, same. What do you think? Oh, and she's—I think she's the youngest too, right? She's like nineteen or something. Yeah, because they, they kept—they kept mentioning that they kept um, discriminating against her for her age. Usually, it's the old ones that get poked fun. For of. her, she's twenty years old. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, I—I I was really impressed by the look. So we'll see. Okay. Next one up is Lupita Kush. From Guadalajara, describes herself as crazy, beautiful, daring. Um, I can see the beautiful part. Like, I need a little bit more crazy. Yeah, I don't see the crazy besides uh, those nails. Uh, she can probably claw someone with that. I don't know. The look is a little simple. I like the long black hair, though, but um, nothing, nothing too impressive. Wait, I just noticed that she she has one hand, right? Yes. I just noticed that. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. La Mora Lisa is next from Zacatecas. I love the name. I know. It's such a good name. <laughs> it is. Uh, and she's artistic and alternative. That's very... Yeah, broad, but okay. So this one has the hands on her head. <laughs> yeah, right out of the Lady Gaga applause video. Um, I don't. It's really artistic, just like she says. I I really like how strange she seems to be. Um, I do want some variety in her makeup because this is pretty similar to the challenge makeup that she used. At least like. Like, the eyes were drawn the same, and I believe she was wearing contact as well. So, and the lips. So, yeah, I just, I hope she does not stick to that one face. All right. The next queen is the Tiresias, or Tiresias, from Ciudad de Mexico. And she's an anarchist, and she's inspired by hell. As we all are. I mean, very, very unique. I could tell by her, I think her her look was uh, pretty dark, but still glamorous. So I, I liked it. And then we're going to talk about her runway later. And that you can really see like the um, kind of like the alternative, um, I don't know, grungy um, aesthetic. So I liked her. Um, it's given me like Marimar pirate. Yeah, Marimar pirate. After after the end of the novella, she went out to sea and became a pirate. Um, but I don't know. It's a, it's a little rough for me. It doesn't look too polished. Um, I don't know if she's trying to make uh, some sort of reference or something. Why is she holding a tulip? 
just the details are lost on me. Okay. And the next, well, the last queen is from Chile. And she is the first international, is it international? I guess. She's from Chile, so she's from another country. And usually they only cast people from Mexico. So this is new. And she is, she describes herself as confident and versatile. So everybody seemed to know her. So, I, I mean, I guess they were impressed. Um, I think a lot of them were like, who is this? They didn't know her out know of they... the drag. I think that's what they were saying. Yeah, they weren't really, <laughs> they didn't know who she was until she said, I'm Cipher or Cipher. But um, her look was pretty cool. I liked it. I thought it was really, really good. Like the Rita Riposa yeah. head piece. Uh, I was thinking like Madonna, but her cone tits are on her head. But okay. Yes. Um, but I, I loved it. What did you think? Yeah. Yeah. This this one was another one of the, the most polished looks. Um, really extravagant, really detailed. Yeah. This is really good. Okay, um, let's go into the workroom. Um, so they introduce a challenge. I gotta say, I love when they introduce Pepe Thale. Can you? I loved Thale's outfit. It was all Sailor Moon. Yes, it's cute. <laughs> and uh, they they make them well. They have like a little like mini challenge, I guess, right? Where they pretty much ask them who shouldn't be here, um, which is so fun. <laughs> So fun to play this. Um, and I think Lupita is voted as the one that most people think shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. And a little twist that happens is that she gets to choose the seating arrangement in the workroom. Mm-hmm. And we see like 20 minutes of this. It's crazy, which could be. Could have been a five-minute segment, went on forever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of that. Like, that's one of my main complaints about the show. Like, it's the fourth season, and they still don't have... They don't have the edit down. Um, I know you're on YouTube, but, like... (laughs) I feel like you might be able to get more views, too, if it's, like, a shorter thing. People might be more um, open to watching it multiple times if it's not like long long episodes as they tend to be mm-hmm. um and that's that's without commercials like with drag rays it's an hour and a half i believe um with commercials but this is two hours almost without commercials so they could really use an edit yeah i like stuff like this should be cut out some of the judges stuff should be cut out. Um, like, I feel like we don't need to see, we don't need to see them, um, see the judges talk to every single girl. They should just do, I mean, they already, they already take a lot of pointers from Drag Race. I mean, it wouldn't, the show wouldn't exist without Drag Race. So then why don't you take some of the good stuff too? Like, um, just do the, the critiques for the tops and the bottoms and the mas y menos. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Just move it along. That'll, that would really like cut it down by a lot. Cause a lot of the times we're not, 
really getting that critical of information either, even though they're going through every single person. And, and you can see it, you can see it like, like in their faces and their posture, like they keep them up there for a really long time um, when they're judging them. So, <laughs> and then um, they're like, you're out of character. And they're up there for like <laughs> two hours. Yeah, I'm sure they keep him up there for, for too long. And they're like, I'm sure they're tired. So, um, yeah, I mean, might as well. They should just cut that down. Cut this down to, um, I guess they want Pepe Dale to get to get their money's worth. But I don't know. It was too too much. Yeah, we did not need to see everybody sitting down everybody like her choosing every single one every single like what does that even matter and at the end some of the girls ended up switching seats so it didn't even matter and it has no point in the competition so it had it was pointless Uh, yeah even she was like they asked her why did you make that choice she was like "Mm, i don't know just because literally what would you do like how does that even matter where you said Mm -hmm. how is that gonna affect you the only one that maybe mattered was for um the big girl? Yeah, the bigger girl, just because, I mean, she she right out said, oh, I don't really want to be up here, the chair, and it might, might be uncomfortable, so I can see that, and she got screwed over, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, and I mean, you already spoiled it that they have two queens being added to, to the mix at the end, so... I wonder if we could have told that by like counting this number of stations that they had there, but I don't know. I didn't really, I didn't really go back and see, but <laughs> possibly. Well, maybe they're going to bring more chairs in or they're just going to sit in the corner. Who knows? There could be a twist where, I don't know, they bring in somebody and I don't know. Their twists are crazy. Anyways, let's move on to, again, they're in the workroom. They're getting ready. And we don't see much of their costumes because, of course, they bring their costumes already made. Which I wanted to say something about (laughs) that because the challenge was to incorporate some of the dance into the the presentation. Hopefully, they told them that before they got there so they could prepare a dance. I don't know if they did. Maybe that's why we didn't see too much dancing. But um, that's you can't just be like, oh, you need to do a traditional dance. Where are you going to research that? You can't just make up a dance and be like, this is, you know, like you need to research. Some other dance. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's just not representing the the dance correctly. So yeah, I mean, hopefully they 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 had told them beforehand that they had to dance. I don't think so because they didn't really. No one really <laughs> came up with a routine. They did not. And, um, okay, so in the workroom, Seifer talks about her process in getting on the show. She says she, like, her first time auditioning was last year and she didn't get in or something like that. And then this time she did. And um, I don't know. What do you think about the them casting from other countries? I mean, why not? You think it's a good thing for the show? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, I think it's the more the more culture that you can build into the show, the the better. Um, yeah, I always, I don't know. I always thought it was weird when Drag Race started like spinning off into other countries. Why didn't they just incorporate them? But at the same time, it, um, 
uh, obviously with Drag Race, they're a big franchise now, so they can actually um, afford to make a whole new show and have only queens from that country. Whereas mm-hmm. with La Mas Draga, it's uh, more limited, especially um, e- even with the money that they had us pay for the finale last time. <laughs> they don't have enough to like create a whole other new one and um just for other countries so um it's, yeah i mean it's cool that they can just incorporate from uh all latin american countries so yeah yeah i like it too i think it's better it's gonna have more variety and um it allows more talent to be shown so why not um Okay, so we we get to Paper Cut. She's again. We get into these stories where Paper Cut um, talks about the first time she got a paper cut. <laughs> very interesting stuff here. Um, she was homeless, and after getting on, actually, after she was told that she was on the show, she lost. Um, she was kicked out, I think, of her house. Um, so that was really hard for her to get ready for the show. Which, I mean, my heart goes out to her. There's not much about to say about these things. I just want to mention them. Um, Lupita's parents, uh, she mentions that they don't like that she's a homosexual. Which, again, <laughs> we've heard that story again before. And our hearts go out to you. In my own home. <laughs> <laughs> In my own home. Um, and then La Carrera, she has two kids. That I mean, they're her brother's kids, but she's taking care of two kids. So that's interesting that we have a drag queen with two kids, isn't that? I mean, I, I mean, there's drag queens with kids, but it's not that common. <laughs> yeah, but this one, I mean, she's taking care of two kids, but again, they're not biologically her kids. Um, but with all like the lifestyle and stuff, I more power to him or yeah, it's just, it's a lot. Maybe he can put them to work, you know, comb those wigs, <laughs> wash those, uh, costumes, you know, they can be the little, the little elves, um, to her Santa Claus. Okay. Oh, okay. So we get to the main stage. I mean, did you want to say anything about their sad stories and stuff? <laughs> no. Okay. Their sad story. <laughs> well, they all, I mean, they're not happy stories. <laughs> Especially the two kids. Who would want that? <laughs> Just kidding. No. She's doing a great service. <laughs> All right, so we get to the main stage where we have a brand new uh, host, like every season. As we do every season, yeah. Yes, I mean, if I had anything to say, we would have still kept Lorena Herrera. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, at least there was a shout out later in the episode. Yeah, that's we should get that going, like bring her back. We gave them more money. Uh, Petition.org? Yes. Petition.org. I'll pay for for this finale too. (laughs) (laughs) Only if they bring her back, yes. 
Um, <laughs> Roberto Carlo, who I do not know who this is, but he seems pretty nice. I mean, he's um, he's gay. I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think all all the hosts have been. I don't know. I mean, they've been. I think they've hired the right person always. Like they've, they actually seem like they've had some experience. So, um, yeah. I mean, they they've done a good job in in that space. Yeah, like just getting somebody who's actually uh, appreciative to be there. Um, yeah. and then they mentioned that the, the price is 250,000 pesos and some kind of products from NYX. And I think like a trip somewhere. <laughs> so detailed. <laughs> Tell us more. I had no oh. idea. <laughs> we definitely want to see a winner now. <laughs> I mean, what? I feel like the prices are not why people are there. I feel like nobody wants to win the prize. It was like, it was like thirty hours of product placement. Uh, I was like, oh uh, yes, that's another thing that they could cut out. <laughs> Obviously, they can't because that makes them the money. But it's like just flash a, a card on the screen or something. <laughs> yeah, like at least make it obvious. But like, I don't know, like more campy, obvious instead of, I don't know. They made it to like, and thank you to this person. And thank you. And thank you. It's like, no. Okay. Yeah. So let's go into the runway. And they're going to present their looks for La Mas Folorica. So let's see. Um, we're going to try to go through these quickly, okay? Because we're not trying to be here oh, all okay. night. So I'm just going to say impressed or not impressed. And then maybe just a little, like, extra. <laughs> so pretty much what we do all the time. Anyways, the first one up is Cifer. And she is presenting El Baile de los Chinelos. Um, I was impressed because it was very polished and that reveal was great. I was not impressed because she didn't really dance, but she kind of did move the skirt, which was cute. <laughs> she moved the skirt. It moved on its own. Um, what the heck was that? They blurred something on her shoulder. I don't know. I want to know. I want to know. Tell me. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, the uh, design, yeah, right? I, yeah, I see that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, the the it was a cool look. Uh, when she took the when she did the reveal and she took the I don't know what you call it, the costume, the thing off. I was like, please put it back on. No, I'm just kidding. No, it was cool. Um, I, yeah, I wish I do wish there was a little bit more movement, um, uh, like dancing. But I can say that out of all of them. So I'm grading everyone on a curve here. Okay, the next one is Electra, Electra Vandergilt. She's doing La Danza del Jaguar de Guerrero. Okay, so 
I'm impressed with the look and with the fact that they stayed in character. Um, not impressed that it wasn't a dance, but I like the look. Uh, I mean, it wasn't a traditional dance, but I feel like she did have a lot of movement. Um, there was a lot of stage presence, uh, like you said, remaining character. So, and, and I don't know, it, it was very animalistic as well. So I think that was what she was going for. And that, that could be some sort of dance too. It doesn't necessarily have to be um, your twerking. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what they used to do back in the folk days. Um, the next one up is Georgiana. She is doing La Danza de los Viejitos. I know that one well. (laughs) I was going to say that's your dance. Um, Hey, let me... Let me roast myself. (laughs) Never. I'll roast you first. Um, I'm impressed with her... With her, like, stage presence. And... And in the first reveal, like I liked the first look, I thought it was a little creepy. I'm not impressed with the mm-hmm. reveal look. It was beautiful, but it was too basic, I think. And not, and she didn't dance yeah. at all. No, I mean, I guess for an old person, she danced, but <laughs> um, yeah, I liked the the first look, although it's, it's just like there's no shape to it, but the volume of it all it catches your eye it's cool uh yeah the the second look was really basic and um she had like a piece of fabric hanging out and it looked like she went to go pee and she got a piece of toilet paper like stuck on her dress like that was Mm -hmm. that looked weird i didn't get it yeah it was that second look was really ratchet (laughs) okay iris xc is Viejitos de Corpus. And um, I liked the fact that she came out with that big head, Mr. Potato Head. And I just didn't like the, the rest of the outfit. She did move, and I think that it had good, like the, the outfit was made out of like like fringy material. So it made it look like she was dancing, but I don't think she danced. Exactly. I think the dress had most of the movement. Uh, the, the dress did the dancing for her. Um, the trenza was cool, though. Yeah, that was cool. All right, La Carrera is next. And she uh, she did El Baile de la Iguana. La Carrera got fired from her carrera. <laughs> um, I didn't like the look. I thought it was very not what the challenge called for and she was on the floor for like the whole the whole time so i didn't really like it yeah and it's just a cat suit um which it's supposed to be a lizard (laughs) and yeah and it did not give me iguana to me at all and what i was talking about with the beard um it looked like she colored it or she dyed it like orange or something and it just threw it off like because she colored the rest of the face green so i was like why is the beard orange um and you could see some spots where she missed some of the makeup so just 
those details are important. And she thought, like, the whole time when she was walking on the runway, she thought she was whipping her tail, but the tail just was just dragging along. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was sad. Um, the next one is La Morra Lisa. And she's doing El Baile de Mexicapan. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Anyways, I did love her look. I thought it was pretty um, unique. And I like that she has her own style. So, yeah. I mean, I, I, I enjoyed it. She didn't really dance, so I guess she gets points off. But I liked it. Yes, um, I liked it too. Again, the dress did the dancing. Um, I was hoping she was going to do something because that I, I bet that dress could look really cool if she like spins or something. Um, mm-hmm. But no, and she has that same face, that same makeup that she had in her entrance look. So um, yeah, like I said, I just want more uh, variety in that. But we're just starting to hopefully she shows us something different later. But cool look. Next one is Lexa Fox, and she does El Calabaseado. And it's very basic. I did not like this look. She looks like a little country girl going to... And we live in Texas, so we see this all the time. Better than this. And this is not... The wig was off. It was not cute. Um... And then she she sang, <laughs> which wasn't this about like uh, dancing. Yeah, I mean she took a risk, and some of the judges were like, or I think Susana Tavaleta was like, uh, I wish y'all would take the moment and dance or sing. And I mean, so she did that. But if you compare her entrance look from this, it's just like what. Yeah. Like, you don't, it has no creativity. Yeah, it was very disappointing. Okay, so the next one up is Lopita Kush, and she's doing El Jorabe Tapatio. El Jorabe Tapatio. El Jorabe. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. I mean, this is why I didn't really like this. Uh, challenge theme because how can you really like mess with or interpret like classic looks I guess it's kind of tough um, traditional looks I mean um, I do like the little rainbow trim but uh, I mean it, she looks pretty I agree she looks pretty but it's basic and she didn't sell it like she was not selling it she looked nervous she seemed like she was out of her element so, which is really weird because she, at least from what we've gotten to know, see of her, like she seems pretty confident. She seems pretty out there. So I don't understand why she was so nervous. Yeah, she gets a lot of confessionals. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she has personality. It's just, I guess, it just got to her. Um, the next one up is Paper Cut. And she does Voladores de Papantla. I, I liked it. I thought it was very cute, very unique, very the, his style, but still kind of traditional folk. I'm not sure about the dancing. I didn't see any dancing there. So not one of my tops. 
but for the looks yeah I, I really did like it yeah me too um like he could have just done a reproduction of the traditional look but then i like the little chongos that that you put on there with the dolls at the end and it shows you like what the what the voladores do so yeah overall it was really cool look next one is rebel mork and she's doing para chicos i liked this look i thought it was very well put together it was very like you can tell that they thought about it and it wasn't just like oh i'm gonna wear this traditional outfit but they incorporated um her outfit i mean her style with the folk um aesthetic and she danced a little bit so i mean the shoes are i mean i'll let it pass because it's traditional but the shoes are a little fellitos but i enjoyed it i did not i thought it was all over the place i don't get it it's just a mishmash of different uh, materials, different colors. Uh, I didn't, I did not get it. I didn't like it. The next one is Sirena, and she's doing Danza fol- Folklorica de Jalisco. Yeah, she was great. I thought she she had a great she had a great pre- great presentation. Present and great presence she could have danced a little bit more like just done yeah. just gave a little bit more but overall it was like a great reveal the look was right like it just it was she 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 really did a great job i like the way she used that the spinning platform too um yeah she she did need some more dancing but um the look was there and then the last, the last queen is Tiresias. She's doing La Danza del Venado, which I really love. El Venado, El Venado. Very that. But I loved it. I uh, loved this look. I too. thought it was very alternative, kind of scary, spooky, but not like gory scary. So I like that. And, um, and the, I like the fact that she walked like a deer. Like she was deer realness. I thought it was great. And then um, I hated the fact that she didn't really dance. Or maybe that was the part of the dance. I don't know. But I like I liked the walk. Yeah, like similarly to, to Electra, who did the jaguar. Mm-hmm. Like I think that was the whole purpose of it just being more of an animal than a traditional band so um yeah and the look is really cool um i don't know i thought she could have done more than just the mesh top but it Mm -hmm. i don't know they did pull the look together like it didn't look off but um it is it was simple um she could use more of the material that she used on the um uh, I don't know the little diaper that she has on. What do you call that? <laughs> I mean, this is what they actually wear. They wear mesh tops with crosses on their tits and they dance. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, is it? <laughs> and skulls yeah. on their shoulders. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Then A plus. Okay, so so those are the looks. Those, that's the runway. Um, we get to the judges. They give their critiques. 
Um, some of them are not happy, specifically Letal. She goes off about how she expects more. She didn't really like it. This is season four. <laughs> I feel like she does that every yeah. season. She does, but like she really came for their glitter covered throats. Like, literally, like, it was bad. <laughs> I thought it was like very. I didn't think it was bad. Like, I was like, okay, this is what I expect from, like, Masdraga. It's not like I was like, oh, they all sucked. They, yes, they could have danced more. I guess that's what she was referring to, that they didn't really put much of their showmanship into the the, the presentations. Yeah, and the other thing that she mentioned was that she, and I agree, that she did expect them to do like an interpretation of the traditional uh, where, whereas they, what they did was just wear the actual uh, dresses. Mm-hmm. So that was not uh, like, it just, it just doesn't take much. You're just putting on a costume at that point. Well, yeah, but then they named See that another winner, and she's wearing a traditional costume. So, what is it? Are you gonna are you gonna <laughs> are you gonna give it to the to like somebody like Tiresia or Tiresias? Oh my gosh, I need to learn her name before we end this podcast. Um, but um, are they gonna give her the win because she interpreted it, or just go with the traditional, which they did? So you can't say one thing and then do another. Yeah, true. And she was the one, Letal was the one who voted for Sirena. Exactly. So it's very hypocritical. And um, do you have anything else to say about the critiques? I think they were just pretty basic. Um, they really didn't mm. like, um, who were they? They were harder on La Carrera, I think. She had the hardest critiques. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty similar to what they were doing last time. They give the Masi Menos, but again, they really need to cut down on um, judging every single queen. Yeah, it's just too long. It's easier and more entertaining <laughs> to hear like good stuff, like really good stuff, the ones that you really love, and it's at, or the ones that you really hate. Like those in the middle that you're just so so on, like it's just you don't really have much to say. So that's that's their most of the critiques that they're gonna give to most of the queens. So um yeah, we just don't really need to see that. I don't need to see that. Did you get that reference? <laughs> no. Someone has not watched uh the comeback. Um no. All right, so Lupita Kush and La Carrera are las menos, and they don't get eliminated like we like we already said, and we no get two no lip sync. Yes, um, we get two new queens added to the race or to the competition: Veracruz and Aurora Wonders. Mm-hmm. Um, I did think they were. I was surprised that there were only twelve. I was like interesting because last season if i remember correctly they had at least 13 um and i just remember it 
being like they they just had a lot. So yeah, I mean this makes sense. Of course they're gonna add more. <laughs> but they didn't get to compete in the first um challenge, so that's weird. That is kind of weird. The only one that I I do know who Aurora wondered, I've heard of her. And I've seen some videos of her. And she's really funny, I think. Like, she's funny. So And she's well-known. They all know who that is. They all know who she is. I think Vera Cruz is also famous in the drag world, but I, I haven't heard of her. But I think that they have, because they seemed a little, like, <gasps> shocked. But they definitely know who Aurora Wonders is. And um, I think she's going to... I'm calling right now. She's going to go all the way to the, final, to the finale. Because they're not going <sighs> to have somebody with a name already in the industry and not get them all the way. That's what I think. And we've seen how this show works, you know? All reality shows, not just this. Yes. All reality shows. And um, uh, the last thing I'm going to mention, um, I don't know if you want to chime in, it's just La El Salseo. We're recording this on Sunday. So El Salseo came, not Sunday, Saturday. I mean, it's technically Sunday for us already. But Saturday, and that's when they came out so i watched it and can you guess the two hosts of el salseo pepitel <laughs> two past contestants oh one of them is a winner and one of them one of them thinks they're a winner oh oh my god what's her name she's like margaret's best friend guajardo guajardo yes Guajardo and, and Alexis Tres XL are oh. the hosts, and it's annoying because we need to I see like the queens. Yeah, but like we want to see the queens interact. We don't need somebody to like chime in and host, you know. Yeah, and they're queens themselves, so they're trying to take the spotlight, obviously. Um, so it was just very like, what do you think? What do you think? And it's just like, whatever. Anyways, the only important thing or thing that jumped up to me was that uh, somebody got in a fight. Like, they were so pissed off that they slapped Guajardo. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh. I was just no. Like, it was that, that Georgiana, she said that she doesn't agree with the critiques because they're judging them all the same instead of how they're not taking into consideration the fact that not all of them want to be showgirls and that she personally does not want to do shows in theaters or nothing like that. Yeah. And I guess, I don't know, I guess she just wants to do te- like TV or something. I don't know. But, yeah, um, but I guess what? That's not what the competition is. So maybe you shouldn't be there. That's what I thought. I was like, what are you doing here then? Get yeah. the hell out. Exactly. Like, you can't complain. They can't really, like, tailor the judging to one person. Then you need to go another route and do get your name out there a different way. Because it's, it's just not the show. Yes. That's not what this kind of show it is. That's not what it's for. To me, it just felt like she's salty that she got bad critiques, and she's saying, "Oh, they just didn't get me. Like that's not what I am about." Who was this? It's like no, Georgiana, the, yeah, the one that got voted in by the fans. Of course, it's like, no, you did bad. You did bad. 
in their eyes, this is the competition. So you're getting critiqued at their level, what they want to see. You did that in that criteria. Just accept it and don't make excuses. Is this film like, was this film like during the show or is it like after? Is it going on like now? It's during the deliberations, like untucked. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's only like 12 minutes. But um, anyways, that was it. All right. Well, join us next week when we will be reviewing La Mastraga Season 4, Episode 2. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to be. I forgot. Did they say? No, right? They never do. They always keep it under wraps. It's a surprise. Okay, so that is it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Braulio, let them know where they can find you. Please follow the please follow the podcast at Guinness Lamas on Instagram, um, where Yigi's going to post the looks of the week, and um, so you can kind of like follow along as as you listen to the episode or kind of get a refresher if you already watched the episode. And you can also uh, write us at Podcast at gmail.com if you want to send any comments. Um, if you want to cancel me uh, for anything I said, that's fine. Please send it to the email address. Um, and where can they find mm. you, Yee? Please do send those emails. <laughs> um, you can find me uh, only on Instagram. So, Oh, and YouTube too. But... Um, <laughs> My Instagram is oh, and my space as well. At, oh, and... <laughs> at yes, it's Yee. That's Y E S I T S Y I Y I. Um, yeah, it's pretty dead, so I don't know if you want to follow it, but you can go ahead and do it. And um, yeah, you can go check out the old episodes on our podcast. Like we reviewed already, season one of La Mastraga, season two, and three, and then we did some of the drag race um season so you can go check those out all right that is it for us thank you so much again and we will see you next week bye hermanas adios She really came for their glitter-covered throat.